Welcome to episode number three of Real Time Revolution, <laughs> where we bring you knowledge <laughs> on all things AEC and maybe provide some insight on uh, anything that might be happening. Um, today, actually, we're not really, we'll tie it into AEC in some way, but um, actually we're talking about just kind of a different topic, but yeah, we'll let Claris get into that. Um, I'm Chris Lovett. I'm the owner of Revolution Engineering, and my co-host and uh, partner in crime is Clarissa Webb. All the crime. Webb. <laughs> as her voice message says, web. <laughs> uh, but today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, challenges and obstacles and, and ways to overcome those. Um, is that right? Does that sound right? Yep, that sounds about right. To In me. your business and personal life. Yep. Yeah. Because we all face them. Everybody faces them. Facing In them some now. Way, facing them right now. Yeah, I'm facing my obstacle right now. Right you can't see because we don't have video because that's been an obstacle for us. Um, but we're facing each other across the table. So my biggest challenge is right across from me. <laughs> uh, in life and in business. <laughs> right. Both, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you got a new tattoo. I did. I did get a new tattoo. What did you get? I got a wolf. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like a mix. I'll help. I'll try to describe it a little bit. But there's like a, it's like a mountainous scene with trees and stuff, and then the wolf is kind of floating over the scene like a like a wolf spirit, um, and it's a combination of a real life wolf and then kind of a tribal wolf. So almost not really split directly down the middle, but kind of yeah. I guess it is split down the middle. It is yeah. It looks like it has kind of almost a curve to it, but I guess it doesn't. That's just a. And then it has some stars up above, and there's a saying. What is a saying? So it says, the strength of the wolf is the pack. And uh, it's from the Jungle Book. <laughs> That's great. I love that. <laughs> Disney um, quotes on your yeah. arm. <laughs> I guess, I mean, Jungle Book's not just Disney, but no, sorry. Um, no, <laughs> to whoever so wrote Jungle Book. <laughs> it, nobody remembers it because I love wolves, and so that's obviously why it's on my arm. But um, in the beginning of the Jungle Book, when Shere Khan is back, and uh -huh. they're trying to, the wolf pack comes together in their little like meeting and they're trying to decide if Mowgli's going to stay or go. Uh -huh. They have a saying and you hear all the pups and Mowgli are like repeating it after them as they're saying it in the meeting. And uh -huh. they say, um, the strength of the wolf is the pack. The strength of the pack is the wolf. Uh -huh. And so I'm like, oh, well, that's pretty cool. Like my that's strength cool comes yeah. from my family or yeah. yeah, no, that's great. I love it. So I put that up in the sky with the stars and everything. So. Fantastic. And now he's telling me that I need to get more shading done. <laughs> shading on the, what do you mean on the, on the tattoo itself? Yeah. So just like, around it. Yeah. When you look, it's kind of like a distinct line between where it starts and where it ends. Mm -hmm. And he wants to shade, oh, like blend it out. Skin. <laughs> pasty. I'm so pasty and yeah. Glow in the dark in Lake Mead. Um. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. I mean, yeah. that, that's what, you know, I've done on mine and I, I like the shading that they've done on mine. It kind of makes it stand out a little bit. Yeah. But he, uh, he messaged me. He's like, Oh wow. It looks like it healed. Great. Send him a picture of it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'd love to hit that with some more shading. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> uh, I bet you yeah. would. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> My favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so the worst. Bad. Um, hey, so can he, we do it on the top of my shoulder on that bone? Where oh, it really hurts? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's not good. So, yeah. uh, I'm he's like, like, just let me know when you want to come into the shop. And I haven't messaged him back because I'm not mentally prepared for that yet. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, just some fun right before we get into the podcast. But the intro was kind of quick. So I thought we'd talk about something funny <laughs> and interesting. Um, but that was, uh, talking about challenges. That was a challenge trying to figure out. He was so mad at me 
because <laughs> I kept changing the design on him. Oh, uh-huh. So I was probably his biggest challenge over the last month. <laughs> he's like, leave <laughs> yeah, me alone. Yeah, if we had him in here, he's like, what's your biggest challenge, Clarissa? <laughs> She's sitting across from me. <laughs> I'm looking at her. Right, right, right. Yeah, so... At least she's at least not in this chair today and getting yeah, <laughs> yeah. getting a tattoo. It's very true. Um, so. But yeah, obstacles. We're going to talk about some obstacles today. Um, I know this was something that you talked about in our blog, um, which is very interesting. And we have fantastic artwork, like just on blog. point. Oh, oh yeah. It's just, I'm sure we didn't uh, pill for that from someplace on the internet. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's just on point. So if you ever have a chance, check out our Instagram. <laughs> well, definitely check the Instagram and, and our website, uh, revolutionmep.com. So that's revolution like the Beatles song mm. and MEP like mechanical electrical plumbing.com. And shout out to Luis. Uh, boy, I'm going to butcher his last name. So I come Camargo. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to try it. Shout out to Luis. I'll, I'll figure it out. I promise for doing our website. He did a great job on that. And I have great testimonials for Luis. Uh, I don't know if it gets him any business, but um, I sure do have great testimonials for him. Um, I just like the way he did the website and the way he did our, um, and that's probably a, maybe a topic for another episode because the way he structured our rates and stuff was fantastic so that's a topic for another episode but man he did a great job on our website and and um he got all he has all the blog posts up there now you could check those out and then clarissa has been working on a newsletter that we're sending out once a month to just kind of remind everybody about the blog post and then uh, uh um i want to say identify um uh uh, uh one of the people in the office just kind of give you a little bit of insight on them and then also highlight a, a project that we've done recently that's either done or, or still under construction or maybe un, in design. Yeah. So anyway, off topic a little. Yeah. Uh, okay. So overcoming challenges. Uh, where do we start? <laughs> what do, what do some, what would you consider a challenge like overarching, not specific? I mean, anything really that, you know, a challenge is is really just any kind of hardship or, or something that somebody might be facing in the moment. And um, one of the things that we always talk about here at the office is that everybody's challenges are unique to them. Um, you know, it could be an easy and, and what's a challenge for me may not be a challenge for you and vice versa. Um, you know, a, a simple thing to, to talk about from a business related standpoint is you were putting together some marketing materials for the website the other day and you're like well i figured out how to you know make it all black make this picture all black and white and then highlight a little red i couldn't have done that you know <laughs> i mean i maybe i could have if i put my mind to it but um you know that was a challenge certainly something that i would have been a huge challenge for me and, and definitely challenging for you but you were able to overcome that <laughs> um you know other people their challenges are different things and and if you know i'm for those of you who don't know, I do like powerlifting stuff. And, and so for me, it's not a challenge to squat 315 pounds, but for you, it is, you know, mm -hmm. you just started out in powerlifting. It's something you're still working on. So, you know, a challenge for one person is, is may not be a challenge for another and everybody's, everybody's challenges are very unique to them. Um, you know, simple ones that I have a friend right now who's, um, his father's not doing real well. And so that's a big challenge for him. You know, um, that's a challenge that I faced and, and you faced as your grandfather, obviously, and my, my father at the time, at the time, uh, still. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But, you know, a challenge we faced was losing him. That, that's a big challenge, losing a loved one um, or going through the process of losing a loved one when it's a slow and drawn out process. Um, you know, whereas maybe somebody isn't as close to their parents, but they're extremely close to their pet. And that might be a challenge, you know, when, when they lose a pet. Um, obviously, work challenges, you know, in business, there's challenges, uh, an unsatisfied client, um, a mistake that's been made in some way, shape or form, uh, financial challenges that you can have in businesses. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that so really, it's anything that you define as an obstacle for you in that moment. And it can be just like little things, like something to me that seems so little or something to you that might seem so little, but to me seems really huge. Mm -hmm. And like, I know like for some people, a big obstacle sometimes is like, you know, can I afford gifts this Christmas? You know? And, sure. and to some people it's, oh yeah, that's, I can do that. Whatever. I'll drop $600 on Christmas gifts. And to somebody else, it's like, okay, let me go on Facebook marketplace and see what things I can buy for $2 just to make yeah. my kids happy, you know? Yeah, certainly. And, 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 you know, we had this the other day, we're, we're getting ready to approach our, you know, for us, this is December 4th when we're recording this. And so we're approaching our holiday party in another week and a half or so. And, um, excuse me. And, uh, we mentioned in the meeting that it's, we're doing a white elephant gift and you're like, well, up to $25. And you know, that might be a challenge for some people, mm -hmm. uh, $25. And so I want to remind everyone on Monday uh, when we do our normal meeting that it doesn't have to be $25. It can be something simple. It can be a candy bar. If you want to spend, I guess candy bars are probably like a dollar 25 or something. Um, <laughs> You know, and, and to be honest, if somebody came to me and said, hey, Chris, I, I want to participate, but I really don't have the money, I'd be like, hey, listen, we'll, we'll get that figured out. Like, let's let's figure out how to make that happen so that you can participate in, in the fun of the white elephant gift. But don't feel obligated to spend $25 or $50 or $100, whatever it might be, you know, because to your point, a $5 gift for somebody might be nothing and for somebody else might be everything. Right. So. Right. So how do you think, like, what are the best tips you would give people for overcoming their challenges? I mean, I think that the, really the first step is you need to figure out what is the challenge? You know, what, what is the, what is it? Is it, um, you know, you have to define it, define the challenge. And once you define it, then I would say, own it, accept it, you know, okay, that's a challenge for me. Um, Again, going back to a simple analogy of the powerlifting thing. Okay, so a, a challenge, again, for me, might be a 500-pound deadlift, okay? Um, but I'm going to own that challenge and say, all right, well, what's realistic? What's a realistic expectation at the end of the day? And is it um, how can I – how can I – now overcome that as an obstacle. I mean, and that might be a simple analogy, but then I might take a step back and say, okay, the way I would overcome this obstacle of a 500 pound deadlift, if, if my deadlift, let's say it's 400 pounds and I want to get to 500. Okay. Then I'm going to, my plan is I'm going to do deadlift once a week. I'm going to, and every week I'm going to try to increase by five pounds, you know, and, and maybe that's attainable and maybe it's not. And then I want to reassess at, at, at times. And so maybe I get to 425 and I'm like, man, I can't get to 425. Okay. Let's reassess. Let's back down and try again. You know? And so maybe if I get to 425, then I'm like, I'm going to back down a little bit. I'm going to back down to 415 and I'm going to work my way back up again. Or maybe I'm going to try a different 
program or whatever that might be. So that's probably a really simplified explanation of it. But certainly the first step is to define the obstacle and then own it, acknowledge it, you know, write it down if you need to. And then what are the actions that you're going to take to try to overcome it? So in business, I know a lot of times they say, and sometimes like in marriages to like keep your circle close. Mm-hmm. And so when somebody has an obstacle that they're facing, would you think that it's better to talk to people about it and try to get advice? Or would you think it's better to keep it to yourself and like your, your circle? I always think, I almost think we're too close to the vest sometimes. And for me, I personally like telling more people about it because, and I'm not saying go out and announce it on Facebook, you know, <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on what the challenge is, right? If it's, yeah. if the, if the challenge is I'm going through a divorce right now, um, then maybe that challenge is something that you want to keep close knit with your family or find a support group for that but I don't know that I would make an announcement on Facebook about it unless you want to try to get input from certain friends. Maybe they've gone through that challenge before. And I think that's why I say that is because you're going to find someone who has overcome that challenge, no no matter what it is. And while your challenge is unique to you, there are other people who have faced similar challenges that can help you overcome that. So again, the analogy divorce, it's one of the toughest challenges anybody can face who's, who's been married, you know, they say death, divorce, <laughs> public speaking. Those are like, you know, some of the craziest things that, that people, so death is certainly number one, death of a family member, I, not your, you don't care if you're dead <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah, well, it doesn't matter care. anymore, <laughs> but uh, de- death of a loved one, right? Someone who's close to you. And then the second to that is divorce. So you are going to find someone who has done while your divorce is unique, whatever the situation might be, whether it's a financial thing, whether it's kids involved, whether it's the family members who are involved, whatever that is, it's a unique situation, but you can find someone who's faced something similar to you and then get a shared experience from them to find out how they overcome, how, how that overcame that obstacle. So some things are worth sharing and other things are worth keeping to your close knit people for sure. I think financial situations are one that are always, you know, people don't want to share their financial hardships at the same time. I also think that you can still learn from people and maybe you don't need to share the exact details. I mean, certainly in a business, uh, one of the things that we keep close to vest is, is we don't share all of our financial information with everyone in the office. You know, we try to share, details and we'll keep it very general oh where things are going well or things are getting a little tight we need to be aware of what's going on and what what kind of spending we're doing mm-hmm. and those specific financial discussions about exact numbers are only shared with you know a handful of people in the office we're not sharing specific numbers with everybody um i've always told people if you want to know come ask but most people don't either want to know or don't want to ask one of the two. Um, but I, I, you know, as far as just people knowing there's maybe not even a third, maybe there's might be five people that know, um, 
you know, that I trust with that information. Yeah. Um, and there's situations like, um, I'm sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you, but uh, here's, here's one example and I'll just, I'll throw it out there and, and whether you know this or not. So when I was going through my divorce, um, which you know about because yeah. you were <laughs> my daughter, you are my daughter and we're involved at the time. But some of the things you may not know is I had a conversation with my mom because she uh, still goes to my ex-wife to get her hair and nails done, which is fine. That's her business. It's not mine. Um, at the time though, there were things going on in my personal life and my not, I didn't have a business at the time, but I was working for somebody. So in my, my career and my personal life that were affecting me financially Mm -hmm. and my, and I would share that sometimes with my mother, maybe not knowing very well, or she might even ask the question, Oh, did you get a bonus for Christmas this year? And you're like, yeah, it was kind of nice. And I'm glad that I was able to get that. Well, then that information was then being shared with my ex-wife which would then potentially be used against me <laughs> in a court of law, or maybe not a court of law, but a court of divorce, I guess, and, and child support and all those kinds of things. And so I, was, I had to say something to my mother to say, listen, uh, I can't share information with you if you're going to turn around and then share it with my ex-wife. It's not any of her business. She doesn't need to know. Um, the, the kids are taken care of. They don't want for really anything, you know, uh, maybe they want the newest iPhone, <laughs> but they really need that, you know, probably not. But anyway, they don't want for much, you know, we, we do well enough that, that the kids at, at the time, you guys didn't really, you know, want for much. You had shelter and food and all those kinds of things. And um, so to kind of share that private information with somebody who didn't need to know at the time right. and could have been something very antagonistic. I'll say that I've been very lucky with my, relationship with my ex-wife hasn't been there were times when it when it was i mean you're right you know taking a marriage and dissolving it and trying to split time with kids and all those other kinds of things but overall not bad not as bad as others i've heard other stories that are way way worse so all things considered but still could have been very antagonistic so certainly there's times when you may not want to share with people to your point yeah what is um, some advice you would give someone if they're in the midst of an obstacle and they can't seem to find the end of it? Yeah, that's always a challenge. I mean, I think one of the things I'm reading a lot right now, there's um, uh, Dan Sullivan, who's with Strategic Coach, uses a, a term, he calls it gap and gain. Um, and a lot of times people want to look at that end of the tunnel and say, I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm not there. And you know, maybe you're not and, and that's okay. So sometimes I just think you need to sit down when you look at some of these challenges and say, okay, I'm facing a tough time, but where was I a week ago, a month ago, even a day ago, where was I yesterday? And am I just a little bit better today and try to focus on those small wins to make sure that you're still progressing in the right direction. You know, so again, just to go back to that powerlifting analogy in a squat or a deadlift, I want to deadlift 500 pounds and I could sit and go, well, I'm only at 425. I'm only at 420. I'm only at 430. But if I look a month ago, well, I was only at 400. So am I, am I, am I 70 pounds away (laughs) or am I 70 pounds closer? Right. Is my, my old number was 400. My new number is 425. So I'm, I'm, I can be. 75 pounds away from my PR, or I can be 25 pounds closer to my PR, you know, or to my 
uh, wanted uh, number, you know, mm-hmm. like glass um, half full, half empty. Kind of yeah, thing. exactly. So it, it's, it's like, are you a little bit better than yesterday? And that's the main goal. You really just want to make small improvements every day. And one of the things that I would recommend, and, and again, this, this comes from, um, Dan Sullivan is writing down your wins for the day. I, I certainly do this every day and, and a win doesn't have to be <laughs> for some people. It could be, I got up and brushed my teeth <laughs> this morning, you know, I'm like, Hey, I, I'm on two legs. I'm feeling great. Mm-hmm. And you know, for a lot of people, that's not a, a, re- a reality for them. And so remember that there are certain things that you can do that somebody else can't. You know, to say I'm standing up and walking on my own two legs, my own support. Not everybody can say that. We know that. So that might be a win for you. You know, it might be a win that you got dressed and went to work. You're like, oh, I actually functioned. Sometimes that's that's enough. You know, that's that's me this December. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so I got cold. out of bed. <laughs> yeah, it's so cold that I sit there and fight myself in the morning. Like you have to get up and go to work today. Are you sure you have to? Like, I'm pretty sure I can just lay here all day. Right, right. (laughs) It's a 30-minute struggle every morning. Um, Let's talk business because so you've talked a little bit about personal life stuff. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about business. What's one of the biggest challenges and obstacles you've had to overcome in your business? You know, we've certainly fallen on hard times financially in the past. Um, When we... There, there were times when, I mean, I could think of one specific time where I was up at two in the morning saying, okay, we're going to be about $10,000 short for payroll on Friday. You know, what do we do? Um, and that was probably one of the toughest challenges I faced before is, is saying what now, how do we get past this moment? What are my options? Uh, you know, this is, <laughs> this is like on a Tuesday <laughs> and we were hoping to get certain checks in that never came in. Uh, I don't want to say never, they came in eventually, but w- was obvious they weren't coming in by the time we were going to do payroll, which was Wednesday. So now what, what, what are our options? And it's two in the morning and you're on Google going, you know, short-term loans, immediate cash, whatever it might be, because we didn't, we were such a young business that we didn't have a, uh, line of credit yet. And, um, and then even doing something like, well, let's take a second on the house or let's, you know, let's take, let's get a loan here or let's get a loan there. I mean, those things take time. So it's really like, how do we get an influx of cash immediately, uh, you know, within a day, quite honestly. And then can we kind of, I hate to say the word, but freeze payroll and then actually write physical checks on Friday so the money doesn't come out on Wednesday or Thursday and then people get checks on Friday. So we're looking at all options. And I will say we've been very lucky that we have not had to n- not make payroll. We've always found a way to make payroll despite what it was. So that's probably the toughest challenge we've ever faced in business was that one moment going, oh crap, what are we going to do today? How do we make payroll on Friday? We're, you know, again, we're $10,000 short. Right. What would you do now, knowing what you know now as a business owner and a leader and everything else? What would you do now in that circumstance? Like knowing what you know now, would you handle everything you did the same way for that specific obstacle? Well, I think, you know, obstacles always provide opportunities for growth. And so knowing what I know now, we've actually put 
things in place to help avoid that 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 situation again you know we we actually have a line of credit now if we need to uh we try to assess our cash flow a little better um that's still a work in progress for us which you know somebody listening to this who's been in business for as long as we have is probably like you don't have a what (laughs) (laughs) but you know, I, I um, we were kind of joking at the beginning before we started recording that I'm kind of a fly by the seat of my pants um, person and all things work out, which is, uh, knock on wood, uh, held true so far um, for the most part. Uh, so, but, so we've been pr- trying to put more uh plans in place so we can forecast what our cash flow is going to be. Uh, we're in a very difficult industry where we work on a project and may not get paid for three, four months, even though I'm fronting everybody's salary to work on that project. I'm fronting all the cash, all the money Mm -hmm. to get this project rolling, but I don't get paid for that until three, four months, sometimes six months down the road. So we're in this unique situation where we front a lot of cash up front for people to work, but we don't get paid for that work until it's down the line, you know, where, um, other places, you know, like say you have somebody come by who wants to paint your house. He's like, great. Uh, I need a thousand dollars up front and then a thousand dollars when, when I'm done. And when I'm done means that I'll be like holding on that last brush stroke and then you pay me a thousand and I'll do the, <laughs> you know, the one last piece of paint there. Um, you know, again, for us, we, we front a lot of cash and, and wait for payments. I just had this conversation the other day with somebody. I mean, there's certainly projects where we've put in a lot of time and effort, hundreds of hours worth of work and um, invoiced back in June, July. And here we are in December, six months later. And there's a lot of money that's out on one particular project that I'm thinking of that will remain nameless. But um it's it's been a challenge because that's a lot of money and and at the end of the year especially like now when we're like hey raises bonuses uh, christmas parties this that blah 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 okay, okay that's great um and everyone's like we did a lot of work this year you're right we did do a lot of work this year uh, we haven't been paid <laughs> for a lot of that work yet yeah yeah that makes sense so i think your question was what how would i overcome that now and certainly what we've done is look at cash flow we try to forecast a little bit for cash flow to make sure that we don't put ourselves in that situation or if we can say hey in six weeks if we don't get this 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 and this payment we probably want to take a look at at accessing our line of credit or can we start hounding (laughs) hate to say that but hounding clients a little bit more like hey we haven't been paid for this yet what do we need to do or can we withhold plans we've, we've used that as a technique before it's not a fun technique to use but we have used that where we'll say hey we're going to withhold plans unless we can get paid for this um sometimes just a simple phone call you know i've called clients before and said yeah hey uh, i'm getting ready to issue this this set of plans but gosh we noticed that you guys haven't paid us in six months and sometimes they're like oh really wow i'm really sorry we got paid for that project already i will contact my accountant and we'll get that payment to you right away fantastic i'm gonna have evelyn send you the invoice again and um and there's a payment option on there if you want to pay online uh, you know i don't prefer it because we we get a three percent fee on that but i'd rather have the money in my pocket and lose a little little bit of the fee than not so you know and then next thing you know wow there's the payment and here's the plans and thank you you know uh 
problem solved, world saved. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it, sometimes it's just as simple as that, making a couple of phone calls. So definitely putting actions into place now, knowing what you know versus then. Right. Yeah, and I think looking back, I mean, this is the big thing about obstacles is once you have figured out how to get over that hump, it's are you looking at it as a, or, you know, whatever that challenge might be, look at it as, as a learning opportunity, as an opportunity for growth. We just had that conversation with our mechanical team. We lost a, a key person on our mechanical team. And, and now we have some other people like trying to step up a little bit and grow into that role. And one of the things that I told them was that this is a big opportunity for growth. And certainly the most growth in my life has always come when I face those types of challenges, you know, whether it was changing jobs and going from a place where I was very secure, very comfortable, kind of knew what I knew and wasn't, you know, it's just kind of motoring along. And then it's like, oh, I know, let's, <laughs> let's change jobs and go to a, go to a new office with new people and new opportunities and new projects. And then, man, that was a huge opportunity for me to grow into my role as a project manager and, and an engineer, because I, had some very great mentors at the first place and we kind of did the same work over and over and over again and then i go to this new company and it's like oh wow now we're doing hospitals and now we're doing schools and now we're doing public work and things that i hadn't really done before at the first company where i worked and i had other engineers there but certainly they're like well you're a licensed engineer you should know this stuff and if you have a question great but otherwise you make the decision like that's why we hired you and that was a big opportunity for growth for me and then after a few years i left that company and went on my own very briefly and so now it's like well, there's nobody else around it's just me i better feel very confident in what i do so that was a big challenge for me and then when i from there joined a, a, a company based out of hawaii and one of the first things they said was, well, let's open a Vegas office. And that was after I moved there. I was like, great. Okay, that sounds fantastic. Let me fly back and forth to a place that I just lived for, for 25 years. Great. Uh, sure, let's, let's do that. Um, and so that was a challenge. And then the other challenge of that was now leading a not just electrical team of one or two or three people, but a whole mechanical electrical plumbing department of 10 or 15 people. And how do I make sure that all of their stuff is coordinated and going out and then leaving Hawaii, coming back to Las Vegas, and then now running an office of what ended up being 16, 18, 20 people managing the finances, finding out, can we do bonuses or not? And certainly that's my point is that every one of those challenges for me, I looked at it as an opportunity for growth. And once you look back in that and say, well, that all of those things happened to make me what I am today as a business owner. And even now when we face challenges, it's, you, you know, we, we try to, when we face a mistake or something in a project, we always try to put it in a folder, we call it our lessons learned folder. And so that lessons learned is, oh, did we miss an exit sign someplace? Did we, um, bring it outside air when we maybe shouldn't have brought in outside air or, or, you know, did we size this unit incorrectly or did we do this plumbing design incorrectly? Did, was the grease interceptor not right? You know, all these different kinds of things, um, that we just call them lessons learned and sticking in a folder. And that way it's an opportunity for us to go back and go, Oh yeah, don't forget that exit sign. It goes over that door. Remember, you know, so opportunities for growth. Certainly anytime you look at a challenge, if you take it as an opportunity for growth, in other words, 
uh, challenges come in two varieties. Either it's, it's a good thing or it's a lesson. It's never something bad. Like, don't look at it as a bad thing. It's just an opportunity to grow. That's very good advice. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end of his TED Talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Thank you for joining me on my, my TED Talk today. What did you say? Uh, that's all I have to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> Not all of them are good, but they're all lessons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's like uh, in Harry Potter, they have those um, every flavored beans, and he eats one that's like earwax flavored. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Lesson learned. Don't eat the one that's shaped like an ear and looks like earwax. Yeah. Don't eat the yellow ones. It's like, don't eat yellow snow. <laughs> yeah. Right. There you go. <laughs> uh, that's it for us today. Well, you know, um, there was something else I wanted to add is, is like, I think that if you, when you approach these challenges, you have to have a strong kind of value system in place and understand your why behind what you're doing. Um, because if you don't know, then you'll lose track as you're going through it. You know, so as you're kind of stepping through this challenge, you want to make sure that you have a strong value system and a good why behind what you're doing. If we didn't have a good why behind what we do here in our in our business, you know, we created this as an opportunity to get away from this kind of time focused engineering structure, you know, where it's like you have to be at your desk. It's 8.05. It's 8.01. <laughs> Where are you? It's 4.59. Why are you putting your stuff away? You know, we wanted to get away from that and get more into results-based, you know, and so it's about what kind of projects are we getting done and are we getting them out the door in a timely manner? And then if they're done, then let's go home or let's work remote or let's take a little bit of time off or let's, you know, take an extra day or whatever it might be. That was our why. Now that we know our why, now we have a whole kind of way that as long as we keep that strong, why are we doing this? And one person I listen to his name's Ed Milet and, and Ed Milet talks about a lot about your strong why, because if I, I mean, there's many times when I get up and I'm like, Oh, I don't want to go to work. This business is giving me a headache. My clients are mad about something or this person's upset or that person's upset or so-and-so came to me and they're, and they're upset because this person said something to them in an email, you know, and, and whether it's outside or inside the office, there's all kinds of things that attack me every day as a business owner. And if I didn't have a strong why behind what I'm doing, I would just say, okay, I'm done. Shut the doors. I'll take whatever's in the bank and whatever's That'd be a nice little retirement. <laughs> yeah, for me. right. You know, I mean, especially when I look at our AR. Boy, just pay me our AR, and I'll <laughs> I'll be off in the sunset. <laughs> you know, AR is accounts receivable. It's the money that's owed. In case anybody doesn't know, but um, yeah, I mean, just you know, pay me the AR, and I have a nice little ride off into the sunset, and I'm I'm good to go. But I have a, a bigger why than that, you know. And Ed Milet's big thing is: is it stronger than your love for whatever that might be? And 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 it, it's not just love of the business. I mean, it's love of your family. You know, it's this business is more than a business. It's the means to support my family. And when you look at it like that, and the why is strong enough to keep going, you know, and, and people ask me, oh, do you want to sell? Do you want to sell the business? I, you know, you heard we were at an event the other night and <laughs> somebody said something about selling the business and 
early on in 2018, somebody contacted, they didn't contact me, but somebody came back to the office and they had a meeting with someone. They're like, oh, so-and-so wants to meet with you for lunch. And I'm like, great. Oh, that's cool. I'll meet with them, I guess. And and I said, why do they want to meet with us? What do they care about what we do? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe they want to buy us. And I was like, maybe I want to buy them. <laughs> what makes them think that they can buy me? Wait a second. Who do they think they are? You know, and I, I would love to have like a, I mean, I can't say this, but you know, I know folks that like have been bought out by bigger companies and you're like, how do you know I don't want to buy you? <laughs> you know, maybe I don't want to be just 15, 20 people. Maybe I want to be 2000 people across the world. And you know, how, how do I find the financing to buy this big company? You know? Um, so I, I kind of take that attitude toward it with sales or, and I always kind of, um, there was a company that I knew about that got bought out for, uh, I think it was, the rough number that was thrown out was 25 million, you know? So I'm like, Hey, listen, my goal is to get bought out for more than them. Yeah. So if you want to come at me with $50 million, we can have a discussion. Yeah. So any, any, uh, company out there, $50 million is the offer on the table. Uh, <laughs> or that number might change offer. when yeah. you call, but for right now today it's 50 and today is December 4th, December 5th, yeah. 2023. That's the offer today in, in another day, it might be different, <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, and that's because I have a strong why. And, and, and so again, any challenge you might face, you have to have a strong why behind what you're doing. Your values have to be strong enough to know that I have a clear goal in mind. I, I know what that is and I'm not going to compromise until I get that to that point. Sorry, I added on. You were like trying to cut us off. Yeah, I'm like, we're done. done. This, this is it. 45 minutes. Your time. Cut off. Done. Red lights on. Get <laughs> off the stage. Stop making your speech. I'm like doing the rap sign. <laughs> <laughs> Just quit thanking everybody. <laughs> I'd like to thank my sponsors. <laughs> Which are none currently, um, but we sponsors? are open oh, to it. It looks like Pellegrino and Core Water is our sponsors today. Thank you to them for not paying us any money for this podcast. <laughs> we need to get like the McDonald's cups and then just like pretend like, remember like Fox 5 used to have the McDonald's cups? Oh, yeah. And that was our sponsor. So they would drink their water out of McDonald's mugs. So they're like, it's really not anything from McDonald's. No, it's not. It's like Starbucks coffee in my McDonald's yeah, mug. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So we just We're need now to get taking sponsors for the podcast and we will. A 50 million to start. <laughs> 50 million to start. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, listen, uh, he, Chris was on a podcast. I say, Chris, I, that's so hard for me. It's <laughs> in professional settings to call right. you Chris instead of dad, but he was just on a podcast for ne business leaders of Nevada. Business leaders of Nevada. So if you haven't checked that out, it's on our LinkedIn page and our Instagram page and Facebook and yeah, it's on theirs too. I, I, yeah. boy, I wish I remember what that was, but, um, I know it's on LinkedIn and Dylan, yeah, and you know what? We can share a we can share the link in the note and the link for the notes. Good God, <laughs> we can share the link in the notes for this podcast to go. Dylan's podcast. Yes. It's called Business Leaders of Nevada. It's part of a larger network, I think, called Business Leaders of America, if I remember mm -hmm. right. So yeah, so check that out if you have a chance. He didn't just uh, you know decide to go ham on this podcast. It's everybody's podcast. Yes, right. So. Yeah. I think I have a couple more coming up too. So we can announce those just trying to get used to speaking on a microphone and doing more speaking events and stuff just to get better because yeah. that's a challenge for me <laughs> to speak like that and, uh, trying to be the face and promote us a little bit. And part of that is this. So, uh, it's, um, 
I just need more practice at it. So that was my challenge to your point to tie this back into the whole podcast. My challenge for this year was to try to do more things that promote us like, like social media podcasts, uh, writing, writing has been a challenge for me, but I've been trying to write more blog posts. Um, so all those things. And it's just, I hopefully get better <laughs> every, every little time. We'll see. Um, that's the idea is just to get a little bit better each time. And they're not all perfect, obviously, but they're at least fun. Yeah. Well, and if you like us, like, like, like all of it. Like, like, and like, like, if you like, like us, then like, like us on the like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, no, like us on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram, Instagram and, and follow him and his power lifting. And and do we have a MySpace account? Is that still, <laughs> Does that still exist? <laughs> MySpace. Yeah. Go to the blog, go to the website, you check could, out the blog. You could probably find us in the yellow pages somewhere. You can't watch us anywhere yet <laughs> on YouTube. If you go to Instagram though, you might see some of my videos that I, for all my lifting. Yep. So I guess you can watch us there. Yeah. That's exciting to you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I guess happy holidays, right? Oh, yeah. Happy holidays. Like I said, it's December 5th. So hopefully everyone had, had a, thanks, a good Thanksgiving and got some friends and family. They're going to join for the holidays. And uh, we have our holiday party coming up, which is should be pretty fun. We're doing it at the sponsor again. Sponsor <laughs> alert at the Virgin Hotel and Casino um, at the steakhouse there. And, uh, and like we said, doing a white elephant gift exchange and, uh, yeah. And then other than that, um, I think we're actually releasing the first podcast after the first year. So the Christmas party will be over. So maybe in the next few episodes, you hear about how much fun we had there. Hopefully not too many crazy shenanigans. Hopefully everybody stayed good, stays good at the Christmas party. No more, um, hurting wrists at the Christmas party when you try to do a fake cartwheel. Right. That was not me, by the way. It was I just want to be very clear. I, I've, <laughs> Not that I haven't done something stupid at a Christmas party before, <laughs> but I did not hurt my wrist at that particular event. Yeah, that one. Um, well, that's it for us. Yeah, I think that's it. I want to, you know, I always like to give a shout out to Reggie. He's the one that does the music for the show. Um, you can check him out, Reginald Smith Jr. Again, we'll post the link in the notes on the show notes. Um, but Reginald Smith Jr., Reggie Smith Jr. for short, great saxophone player. Always does the music for the show. He's from New Orleans. If you want to book him, I'm sure you, again, on that website, you can book him for something. Um, he does weddings and concerts and everything. He had his first concert. I don't know if I told you that, but he had his first uh, private concert probably about a month and a half ago. I think it was October. So it was great. Yeah, we, we saw some of the video from it. It was awesome. So he did a great job. Um, so that's Reggie. You can submit questions again um, at our, you can email info at revolutionmep.com again that'll be in the show notes um can't watch us yet unfortunately like i said we're not on youtube but other than that you can listen to us here on any wherever you find great podcasts i guess <laughs> i don't know i listen to mine on whatever apple's podcast version is yeah. i guess spotify uh, any of those other podcast apps that you can use yep and you can always submit us questions to same email that info at revolution mep email and then uh, hopefully you'll join us again next week. Yeah, hopefully, or next month. I don't know how often we're releasing these, but whatever. Well, yeah. We'll figure it out. Weekly. <laughs> it is weekly. You're right. Is it weekly? It is weekly. Yeah, we're trying to get ahead of the game here. Oh, okay, okay. That's right. Yeah, so next week. Join us next week. We're going to talk about seizing opportunities. Ooh, sounds Ooh. like a good one. After <laughs> challenges. <laughs> yeah. Here's your challenges, and then now do better. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
All right. Uh, make it a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.